out of the Napoleonic Wars as a long-lasting, easily transportable butter substitute, margarine has a storied and controversial past. Undoubtedly, you've heard some tales about this unbutter. Which of those tales are tall and which hold water? I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in Five, and today we're going deep into the brief history of margarine. Margarine was first invented by a French chemist named, I'm going to mess his name up, I promise you, named Hippolyte Mege Moriez. <laughs> Sorry in 1869. It was based on an 1813 discovery by another French chemist named Michel-Eugène Chevreau. Chevreau had discovered what he named mar margeric acid. And margeric acid is a saturated fatty acid. It occurs naturally as trace components of cow milk and the milk of other ruminants. Now just like with the advent of canned food, Emperor Napoleon III offered a prize to anyone who created a stable butter substitute, something that the military could carry with them and that wouldn't spoil. Hipp Hippolyte was up to the task. And using beef tallow and skimmed milk, Hippolyte invented the first ole margarine, which was later shortened to just margarine. The beef tallow gave the margarine a natural yellow color and a decent flavor. Having not found commercial success, Hippolyte sold his patent to Jurgens in 1871. That same year in the States, a man named Henry W. Bradley got a patent for margarine made of vegetable oil and animal fats. The butter industry wasn't super happy with margarine. Nearing the end of the 19th century, there were over 37 companies making the butter substitute. This led the dairy industry to lobby the U.S. government, which directly led to the 1886 Margarine Act, which essentially taxed margarine. With advancements in the hydrogenation process, excuse me, during the turn of the century, margarine began to change. Now vegetable oils can be hydrogenated, hydrogenated, oh my god, causing them to be solid at room temperature. This led to solid and liquid vegetable oils being emulsified with animal fat to create margarine. In the 1930s, with the Great Depression in full swing, animal fat was expensive and hard to come by. This period was followed by the rationing of World War II. The margarine industry responded by removing animal fat from the margarine altogether. This had two effects. First, the margarine was no longer the original animal-based butter substitute it had been. Those days were over. Second, because the animal fat had been uh, what was providing the yellow color to the margarine, it was now stark white. This led to a series of issues. And because margarine was of, made of vegetable oil was white, the industry started to add dye to develop the yellow color, which was associated with quality. This actually started earlier than the 1930s. It started kind of at the turn of the century. It's important to note that the dairy industry was adding color to the butter as well and not telling anyone. They did this for the same reason the margarine, margarine industry did. It signified quality. In some places, at the insistence of the dairy industry, passed laws prohibiting the margarine industry from artificially coloring their product. To get around this, margarine was sold with little color packets that the consumer would have to mix in. This didn't always work so well, leading to streaky colors. In 1951, W.E. Dennison Company devised a way to hold liquid dye in a capsule that the consumer could then open into the margarine and mix in. This led to a more uniform color, but this was all moot because in 1955, by 1955, all the margarine color laws had been repealed. Now today, there are hundreds of varieties of margarine available. Most no longer contain trans fats, as we now have a better understanding of the negative effects they have on health. Some are made with olive oil, which, interestingly enough, all the um, 
Ollie Margarine, which was the original name for margarine, the Ollie actually stands for olive, or olive oil. And margarine stands for pearly, interestingly enough, in Latin. Um, but whether you love it or hate it, margarine doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon, because 140 years of history doesn't just disappear. All I guess we can hope for is that the industry you know, makes healthier products so that the people who enjoy them can live a little bit longer. So there you go. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, and this has been a brief history of margarine. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. Uh, you could rate it. You could comment on it. You could do whatever you want with it. As always, thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food in 5. I'll see you then, and I hope you have a fantastic Tuesday. I'll talk to you soon.